Thank you for listening to Scandinavian Crimes Podcast. Be sure to check out the episode links and be part of our other social media platforms where you can leave a topic suggestion or even share some of your insights regarding the subject matter of the episode. We will always do our best to provide a well-researched episode, but sometimes due to limited access to information and translation issues, some information can be lost. It is therefore good to do your own research and get a deeper understanding of a case of your own interest. So with that all said, let us start today's episode. Welcome to Scandinavian Crimes. My name is Devante and say hello to my lovely co-host, Delilah. Hi. And on this podcast, we cover famous Scandinavian criminals who made their mark throughout Scandinavian history. So last week, we did an update on the Brevet case, which, as we know, updates of last week were included in the Scandinavian region. Well, today, uh, we're going to be talking about something that happened in the States, I like to do this every once in a while to kind of keep you guys up to date on uh, current events around the world and this dystopian area we call the United States. So this uh, particular topic is very interesting and very scary because this is regarding this whole um, uh, Mississippi jail investigation where a mother uh, was looking for her son after he left her home. And basically, he was killed by a police officer's, uh, basically, a patrol car. And instead of notifying the family, he did have identification on him. Uh, instead of notifying the family, they buried him in, like, right behind this jail uh, cemetery. Now, it wasn't like an official cemetery. It was more like a unmarked grave that some prisons do if they feel like they can't reach people just to bury some some bodies and loosen up space inside now the reason this got so big over here if i remember correctly and you know Dolly can always correct me is the fact that not only did uh dexter who was the victim um and had state identification on him was he killed and then not notified this like sparked this huge investigation where there were other instances of this dating back i think like what about like 10 years or more where there was hundreds of bodies so it's just like really crazy to hear stuff like this where if that boy i said boy but if uh, dexter didn't go missing uh it would have never brought to light this whole situation where hundreds of bodies were missing that other families never got notified and this is considered one of the more craziest forms of corruption in terms of police the correction officers and the prisons uh guess how they operate in general but uh go ahead delilah i'll just let you do your thing <laughs> so basically the the things that i wanted to talk about is that um, obviously other victims names and cases have also been unraveled uh, thanks or thanks to but I mean to ba- due to Dexter's case and to me I mean I get why the police would have tried to um, you know hush the situation with the, the Dexter case because they accidentally I assume they accidentally killed him with the car uh, but we don't really know if that happened. I don't. I. I don't even know how they could determine that. Maybe they did an autopsy. I don't know. Uh, but based on the information that we have, it just feels like 
it would make sense for them to conceal whatever happened to Dexter and just be like, oh, he's gone. We are trying our best to find him, but obviously they were the ones who committed the crimes. Uh, but if you look at the other victims, it just seems like, why did you guys bury them? Why didn't you just notify the families? Um, because based on the other cases, it just seemed like the police didn't really do it to them. It was something else that made them die, but they just didn't want to notify it and then they buried them. So that's why I'm like a little bit confused about the other victims, or not all of them, but like some of the victims. I'm just like, why did, didn't they notify it? It didn't sound like they were trying to, um, it didn't sound like the police did it, but maybe, I don't know, maybe they did, I don't know. But that's what makes this kind of trippy because they didn't notify them. And in this case as well with Dexter, he was killed by police. And well, he was, but purpose. like the other case, it didn't yeah, seem. But, yeah, but also that's what I'm saying. Like, so if they killed him and then covered it up and buried him in that unmarked cemetery or whatever, you really think this is the first time? Because why would that be their first instinct that that was the first time? Like, oh, I accidentally killed somebody. Let me go to this place. Mm. That's not something that happens on a first time basis for anyone, mm. which means there seems to be, at least in my opinion, remember, this is all speculation from me. There seems to be like this is not the first time a situation like that might have arisen where someone's gotten killed or something that happened was supposed to happen and they covered it up and they went to this prison with hundreds of other people in unmarked graves and just didn't say anything. And that's kind of been the go-to because, like I said, if these cops really did it for the first time, it was an accident, why is that your first thing to do? And whether the cops who hit them themselves thought of it or if the people at the police station or whoever the superiors are thought of it, it's still iffy in regards to like, yeah, he had identification on him. That's my whole thing about it. I could tell you about uh, the another victim, the other uh, with victim that I was thinking about was Mario Terrell Moore. Uh, so Mario was basically based on the report uh, she received when she uh, went, sorry, Mario's sister uh, went to the police department to get more information about what is going on, what happened to her brother. And then she received more information from the police department saying that he was uh, bludgeoned. I don't know what that, like, I guess it was like a blunt object he hitting. Was like blunt force. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, to death. And he was wrapped in a tarp and left on the street. So here we don't really know who did what. So that's why I'm thinking like maybe the police department just like if it was them, obviously, because otherwise they wouldn't have tried to hit the evidence. Then why didn't they, you know, they just make it seem like this happened. Uh, he got hurt and he was left on the street and then we kind of buried him. Uh, so that's why I was like, this doesn't really make any sense. Uh, but now that I think about it, it would be making more sense if, you know, the police actually did hurt or did yeah, hurt think, yeah him um so. yeah i think uh like I'm not, i don't think all of them are caused by the police but, but I think that's what if it wasn't amount, though why would they do that like that, that's what i'm like 
if it wasn't the because police fault too, and everything, why would they? Is it maybe like maybe the police would had relations with like, for example, if the police officer had a son that did it? Do you mean like that or like? Because like I don't understand. I just mean like in general. I just mean like in general. It's like it seems like ne- it's a combination of negligence and simply when the police make a mistake instead of being like, hey, we did this, they would rather cover it up and then sweep it under the rug. So, but even as though you know, things like, that if, had nothing to do with the police at all. That's, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying all of them has something to do with the police. I'm saying it's a combination of negligence in terms of, let's say someone got killed by other means, instead of reporting it properly, they just don't deal with it. They just like, well, let's get rid of the body and go that's about our day. That's just stupid to me. That that is. But that there's evidence of that. Not not even just simply throughout history, it still happens today on a much smaller scale. Negligence. So I think it's a combination of negligence and just maybe some fishy stuff going on. But I don't think that was the first time a cop has done that. And let's say if none, if like I said, most of the bodies in there, I'm pretty sure is not from police. But I'm pretty sure a good chunk of it is from outright negligence from either corrections officers in those in the prison where this took place. Uh, and also the police who obviously had connections to the prison to bury bodies in the first place. So that's also what this investigation is about because people, they spoke, not spoke, but uh, basically they wanted to sue the county. And supposedly, according to the mayor, he was like, oh, there was no wrongdoing, even though even from the first case alone with Dexter, you did not report him missing. He had identification on him. So you negligently, even after you, like the cop hit them, you still took his body, buried him or attempted to and didn't notify anybody. Even the internal investigation by his mom was like, uh, this is easy. Like he or he and maybe his team, I don't know, uh, was able to identify so many bodies and the victims and everybody. And the funny thing is, uh, even though in Mario as well, like many of the uh, victims, family members, friends, or whatever, heard most of the news, uh, most of it, most of it from the news. And then they had to find and out themselves. And then they had to go which, to the police department to get more information. And that's just which crazy. is negligence. That's crazy. That is so crazy to me. Um, and how many bodies were there? Were like two hundred and fifty? It was like two hundred and something bodies over the course of. Years, uh, like I said, over ten for years for no reason, no reason at all. So there were families who, like I said, I know in some cases people go to prison, they don't have family. It happens sometimes, but I'm pretty confident it's not that's them not, to decide. It shouldn't be it doesn't matter if the victims bodies. have families or not, though. So yeah, I'm like in reality, they still need to be notified, and just this whole thing puts into question the integrity of the prison, the police in that county. And based on the mayor's answer, the mayor is well. So this is the, this is the whole reason why I was like, I wanted to talk about it because, you know, stuff like, I don't know if this exists, obviously, in other parts of the world because I can only speak I from... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, though. Like, I, I'm i pretty sure it, it does exist everywhere. I guess, like, corruption is everywhere. Um, Absolutely. So, like, I, I do truly believe that it happens everywhere. It's just that in this case, in America or Mississippi specifically, they got busted. So they got Mm -hmm. caught. But other places don't really get caught, though. But, you know, I'm glad that we're talking about this because 
I do believe that the police uh, in every country has different degrees of corruption, but there's definitely corruption, you know. So I, I, I guess I'll say this for the most part, and you already know it's going to be related to the how, like usually what I said at the end of the podcast, when we say in the middle, but it's, it's a little different. I will say uh, if you, especially if you have someone who's in a prison system or who goes, who you haven't seen in a while, haven't heard from in a while, it's always best to check up on people, especially people you care about, because you never know like what could be going on in this world. Now, I still firmly believe Depending on the country, is it less likely because, you know, America is a clown show uh, <laughs> that's been set on fire uh, since spiraling down a hill? It's you know, so I, I know place. it's a little different. It's a very uh, inefficient place. So I know this can happen far more frequently here than anywhere else. I'm a firm believer. But if you see anything or seem like things might be suspicious, like someone you should have heard from and haven't. Uh, then sometimes you might have to make a few phone calls because situations like this can happen. And it doesn't even have to be just about prisons. It can be about anything. You know, there were there are cases that have happened even over here where people have gone missing and then family never knew. And then because the family never knew or they assumed like, oh, maybe they just, you know, don't want to talk to the family anymore or whatever the case may be the person is dead this whole time and then the person who killed them is floating under the radar because no one is looking into it and you can never know who it is you know it's been multiple times where partners have killed you know you know they whoever they were dating or married to and then the family just assume like oh, i just assume they were living their life so i would just say reach out to people make sure they're okay try and figure out you know like hey just checking in because <laughs> you know you never know unfortunately and more so, obviously, for myself, who lives in this burning buffoonery clown show we call United States. You know, I I have to make sure to check in with fam, family and friends because, as you can tell, a lot of stuff happens over here. And not, like, frequently, as in, like, every second of every day. Like, as soon as you go outside, you're going to just deal with something like this. But it happens way more frequently than it should that's the point I'm making. So just reach out to people, call them, check on them, make sure stuff like this doesn't happen. And just, just got to look out for each other at the end of the day. Uh, but as this unfolds, uh, as we find out more information. Well? Um, I just wanted to say that I think it's important to also fight for yourself and your, because like nobody, like authorities or anybody who is... It might not always be on your side so you all also have to like really fight for yourself and as well um yeah to get your to get you know your rights <laughs> basically so i also want to point out that obviously you have to take care of each other and your family and your friends but also you have to fight for your rights as well unfortunately and uh, nobody's on your side except obviously your closest uh, friends and family members and be sure to remember as well that uh in general when it comes to fighting for your rights you know some people think it's strictly possibly just a racial thing it's not it's a power dynamic thing uh some people like to abuse their power and they feel like they're above the law and it's unfortunate but that's why like the last said you have to fight for 
your right, your ability yeah. to, you know, speak up for yourself because people will try and gaslight you into thinking minimize you shouldn't have that you, ability. Minimize your experience, yeah. uh, everything. So you have to, especially if you're a minority, you have to fight for your rights. And it sucks, but, you know, it's tiring, but nobody's going to help yeah. you except for you. So Minority and women. So, uh, women are minorities. I just I want to specify because you know when people say minority, they usually mean like racial minority. <laughs> so at least over here, maybe like I said, it's when people say minority, they're usually referring to like an ethnic minority. Versus there are levels of minorities. You know, there are also a lot of information on that on the internet. If you guys are interested in that, just read. It's actually very interesting. Um, a lot of studies on that as well social structures everything all of that but we don't unfortunately don't have time to talk about this huge topic topic but it is it is very uh, interesting yeah but uh you know as things unfold about this case uh we probably won't do like another episode about it per se depending on what details come or an out. update but or something we might just like you know like i said on social media we might just you know start posting more about some of these updates that don't make it to episodes but we'll make posts about them instead so that way, you know, have a nice, friendly channel Facebook and just, you know, move on from there when it comes to like cases like this that are not specifically about Scandinavia. But, you know, that we'll leave that up to y'all. If we y'all might, like we it, we might we'll, do like as well, like topics that do not have to be surrounding and completely about Scandinavia. So, yeah, yeah. Things so it that affect, might be popping you know, up depending the, on how like huge that topic is. Yeah. But uh, just be on the lookout for those things. But hopefully, this is a nice little episode to you know let you know uh current events and uh next week we have some nice juicy detailed succulent uh case that's going to come up yeah. uh that was the it's case a long one. uh yeah yeah it's gonna be a long one so uh we wanted to give you guys like a little bit of a pre warm-up <laughs> before we get to the long one yeah instead of just jumping you in after you know the new year's episode and just you know the update of brevik so we just wanted to warm you up Life get you nice you and like warm you guys up just sweeten you up a little bit so uh i guess let's end the episode on a good note Actually, what you got in mind croissant croissant the thing is it's the reason i say this is because i saw a video of a guy going into a shop like full of like it was a shop just with croissants 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 i, croissants. I don't know how to say that i'm sorry all the french people out there you guys probably mm. want to murder me right now and uh, i'm sorry i'm trying i'm trying that's so negative <laughs> uh, uh, yeah so that's what i like to eat i think hmm i'm not craving anything in particular to be honest with you that's fine. But you can just eat air. I will <laughs> filter feed. Uh, but I think I'll just do something really simple. It's not like food, but, you know, Water. it's actually getting super cold in the States. And I think I can go for some nice, the ginger peach tea I had earlier mm. was, you know, very nice, warm, homey. I like ginger. Mm. Ginger's good for you, you know, just. With some yeah. lemon and honey. But that's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna go with for today. Something basic. I know it's not me, but you know. But if you enjoyed basic. the episode, but 
But if you enjoyed the episode, be sure to uh, leave us a little five stars or four stars, whatever. You leave us a nice them review. to put a five star. <laughs> you leave us. You better. Them. You better. No, I'm just kidding. But if you enjoyed the episode, give us a nice review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that way, you know, we can reach more people and also just make this so much more inclusive and fun and together do this together you know so uh yeah i hope you guys have a good day and enjoy yourselves and we shall catch you in the next one the nice juicy long one pause (laughs) bye bye